0: Welcome to the Left Turn Call Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Matthew Parvin.
1: I am the honorable Cody Powers. Jacob.
2: Yeah.
0: And the return and the return of Copper. And today we got a very special episode for you. Today's episode, we are actually going to do. A top 10 of our favorite drivers. This is a list, this is something I've been having an idea for a while now, and I think this will be interesting just to talk about. So without further ado, I think we're just going to go ahead and get straight into this. But before that, Jacob, why don't you tell them about our sponsor?
3: JP's, NASCAR Outlets, uh, Clarksville, Exit something, Uh, go see them for your t-shirt needs. Haven't seen him in a while, I'll be honest with you. I haven't even talked to him.
0: But uh he's got a lot of shit down there, so go uh go see him. Hit him up. And they and according to the Jigup, they do not have Kyle Bush stuff, so I'm sorry to my well, They're also Kyle on the fans. way to
3: Nashville Super Speedway, which is a track that's opening back up next
0: year. <laughs> and that's gonna be something that's fun. Also Coda. Let's get ready for that. But anyways <clears throat> Hold on, wait, 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 let's
1: go back to the JP thing one last time. NASCAR.
3: <laughs> oh shit, we just got banned We just got let's banned go. from Spotify
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh no But okay, so I guess we're going to go ahead and start off with this So what's going to happen here Is each of us is going to give us our, our number 10 Then each of us our number 9 And then so forth and so forth This is just going to go out the, out the whole entire podcast And let's just go ahead and dive right in I'll go ahead and start with my Number 10 of the greatest drivers of all time, my favorites actually. Hold up, number ten is Ryan Newman. Whoa, respectable. Whoa. I, out of left field, but I didn't respectable. That. The Rocket Man. Oh, out of, out of left field. Let me tell you, there's gonna be there's gonna be the next one on this list is out of left field. But anyways, before that, my honorable mention. Honorable mention. I know Cody and Jacob are gonna hate this. Well, especially Cody. My honorable mention is Matt Kenseth. Oh my god. Gag me with a fucking spoon.
1: <laughs> Jacob's... I wish you could see Jacob's face right now. <laughs> wait, 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 wait,
3: wait, 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 wait. Did I mishear you? I thought your number two was Ryan Newman.
1: Kenseth no, is an honorable, honorable your mention. your
3: honorable mention. Okay, fair yeah. enough, but your number ten's
0: Matt Kenseth. No, my number ten's Ryan Newman.
1: Kenseth is
3: the
0: number honorable mention. Kenseth is an honorable mention. Yes yes, I forgot to mention my honorable mention before. But anyways, my number ten is Ryan Newman. Just because of like I always liked his like mentality, like he almost has like an underdog type of story also. You know, we mentioned it like last week's last week's podcast. Like he was a part he was part of a main story of a video game, which I think was pretty cool. But also I just think like his attitude is just like I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to make sure <laughs> that I want to win this as much as I can. So I just really think he is, like, one of, like, the center... Not a centerpiece, but I just really enjoy him as a driver and a person. Ah, uh, Okay.
1: Uh,
3: I... What's I, your number I, 10, Let's Jacob? talk about your number 10. Let's, uh, let's analyze your number 10, Matt Kenseth. So
1: no Kenseth is honorable newman Newman is 10. 10. why does Kenseth your honorable mention why 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 he he shouldn't be mentioned let me see i disagree i
3: think he's a good i'm just so confused about both of your two like why is ryan newman on your list ryan newman doesn't have a championship matt Kenseth does
2: because ryan newman's a fucking g
1: one
0: race ryan newman is g cooper I mean, the main reason why I have uh, Matt Kenseth, as my honorable mention, is Darlington. No, wait. No, Martinsville. Martinsville 2015. I fucking knew it. I
3: fucking knew it was something to do with Martinsville 2015. (laughs) That's why I sit here and said, God. Oh, God. All right. Whatever. My number 10. Listen, I'm going to take it back. Oh, my God. I want some, some of that drink that I can't say or I'll get banned copyright or something so good
2: I can't even open it
1: look at this I'm about to I'm about to dart out and go grab my truly um, strawberry lemonade 24 ounce so I think I'm gonna go ahead and say this
3: <laughs> number 10 driver of all time I'm just gonna go ahead and say Carl it. Edwards uh, uh, Terry Labonte Texas Terry Terry Labonte Terry I mean Labonte. two championships I, I honestly, like when he quit racing, I was looking at a car that he had earlier. Do you know he ran the Spider Man one Kellogg scheme? He was like the OG. I think yep. that, I think that's like that Kellogg scheme, man. I mean, he's on Bristol twice in two posters. He's one. I think years.
2: there's a uh, a diecast of it too. Yeah, there is. There's a diecast. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: I think I, th- I think the last time that, <laughs> that I seen him was probably. Oh my god, like I don't know. Probably when he raced a ninety five car when he was racing for Levine family racing. Like he was still racing, like, you know, years later and so was Bobby. But like, you know, I mean he he literally told um uh, he told Richard Childress uh that he was the dirtiest car owner in team history. <laughs> like like and I like Richard Childress, don't get me wrong, but Terry Terry don't give a damn, dude, and uh I think Terry's my number ten for a reason. I mean, you think about Terry Labonte,
1: about all of his It was the last time the Kellogg's car was it worth the shit. It was, uh, and I mean, I mean
3: he only had twenty two wins. He had one hundred eighty two top fives, three hundred sixty one top tens, got the pole twenty seven times. But I mean, you know, he's got the he's got the statistics to prove it. He was in mm-hmm. racing for a long time.
1: Now let's let's flip this real quick. Which set of brothers is better, the Labontes or the Bushes? Bushes. as a group I just wanted to make Parv smile.
0: <laughs> Thank you. You did. <laughs> He's the bushes. <laughs> so,
1: um, I'll do the same thing as Parv. Then I'll throw an honorable mention out there. And this is really going to shake everybody down to the core. My honorable mention is going to be Kyle Bush <laughs> because I think Kyle has made the sport real damn exciting in the last like 15 years. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think that that's hard to argue. I mean, Kyle has made the sport exciting.
0: I 100% agree with you that he has made he's, it exciting.
3: He's such an course. asshole. It's hard not to be exciting, man.
1: <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm I'm not listening him there because I yeah. like him. I'm just he has made the sport. You know, in a in a phase where NASCAR definitely dueled down like Kyle Kyle kept it yeah. spicy. And he knows
3: he's an asshole. Like you can look at him and you can t- you oh, know yeah. that he knows that he's a dick. And like maybe Maybe he's 100%. got that McGregor salesmanship to him. I don't know. Because, you know, McGregor does that shit too. Like, he's just a great, he sells his own body. Like, he sells himself. Oh, I mean. Yeah,
1: he, he is a, a prostitute. Yeah. Um, as far as my official number 10, I'm going to throw Jimmy Spencer in there. Uh, reason being, yeah, you don't know who Jimmy Spencer is. That's a damn Jimmy shame. Sp- that man carried me when I was a baby. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yep. Whoa. yep. Family race knot. I was young <coughs> and my mom was holding me. I had on, I believe it was a Ricky Rudd airbrushed t-shirt that I had on. Huh. And so what I do is chill in my little cute ass shirt. He comes and he grabs me, carries me around, and I get to skip the line for every, every driver. He takes me and sets me on each driver's table for them to sign my shirt. Rusty Wallace. Um, I think I have Bobby Labonte's signature, and he carried me around. My mom said for like thirty minutes, and like just playing around with me and everything. That's that is dope.
3: Amazing, Cooper. If you don't know, I if you don't so. know who Jimmy Spencer is, Jimmy Spencer was on the Speed Channel for a long time when NASCAR Race hub Oh, was on okay, that. okay. He was one of the, he was the guy that was like the comedic dude.
1: Um, but he was he was also did he, yeah, did real, he, like high pitched yeah. voice. Did he run
3: or kind like of like raced. yeah yeah he, yeah, he, yeah he did. He also punched Kurt Busch in the face. He did. When was that? Like early two thousands. Uh, at Bristol, uh, wasn't it? I think the I think something happened at Bristol, but I think the punch <laughs> happened at Fontana, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Somewhere where like did that.
2: Kyle get punched? He got punched by Joey. When was, where was? Oh, was it Kurt? Oh he yeah
3: yeah yeah. Dogpiled yeah. by Joey's yeah, whole team. It, they just beat the shit out of him. That? Yeah, Joey Vegas, Kyle. It was that Las Vegas?
2: Kyle. Las Vegas. Las Vegas. I didn't know if yeah. that was Bristol too.
3: Yeah. Yeah. When he was yeah, bleeding. Come
2: someone got in a fight in Bristol too again, right?
3: Uh...
0: I was. I don't remember who that was. I
2: don't know. I don't this year, I thought was, there was something that happened. Yeah,
0: yeah, Bristol. Bristol
1: was that Superman punch I keep talking about, where dude takes off of the car and like comes down and punches. That was at Bristol.
3: Oh yes, I know what you're talking about. I can't even remember who the driver is that did it. But.
1: <laughs> and then Tony threw the helmet at. Bristol, oh, dude! Didn't he? I was there.
0: Yeah, Tony. I was there for that. That was yeah, Tim I, I
3: heard the pop from the helmet all the way up into the grandstands. <laughs> I, if Tony if Tony punches someone, their balls are gonna come up out of their eyeballs. Like it's fucking crazy. Like he's got a hell of a throw.
1: Cooper? Uh Coop, what's your Wait, number ten?
0: Cooper, who is your number ten? <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be interesting. Dude, dude, dude. Danica Patrick. <laughs> Come <laughs> on uh, <all right. laughs> man
2: <laughs> important female driver
1: i, oh, I mean, I mean not, that's a no. that's a valid point she
2: i gotta show a, respect like, to wasn't
0: the women was wasn't she the first <laughs> one to actually get the pole?
2: <laughs> stop laughing don't laugh
0: <laughs> so I mean, we're funny anyway, significant
3: listen i'm all for issue. women drivers but I'm for women drivers who can actually drive man <laughs> like
1: oh Koopa's over here being Captain Simp.
3: <laughs> so, whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, whoa! <laughs>
2: don't start. I don't. I don't want. I don't want to bring your name up. I don't want to bring your name up. Don't. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't. Hey, Lady Gan!
1: <laughs> oh, see, you, you've awakened a beast. Now, the next nine drivers that he's gonna name.
2: <laughs> her and her dad. That's it. That's it. There you go. Don't even All need to right. say my top ten. You just named so. it. Done.
0: <laughs> So we are going into our number ninth pick and we were talking about a com- comedic driver and I'm also going to go with another comedic driver as a number 9 Darryl Waltrip Clint No Clint Boyer We like this is solely <sighs> just listen this is just solely Ten win, Clint <laughs> Listen it, I I like did not go on this list for purely wins. We could definitely like, you know, tell that you first, day buddy. Don't worry. Don't worry. The rest of mine are actually like really skilled drivers. We'll get to those. But <laughs> but with this <laughs> with this being said, Clint Boyer is just this. I just really enjoy his personality, like outside of the car. Like you just know that he is going to be fantastic in the booth. When he gets there because like when 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 he's like outside on the field when there's like a red flag or anything he's just out like doing interviews he's a funny guy and I just really like that in a driver and a personality that's why he's my number nine I understand that year this is probably way out there to say the very least but that's just why I really enjoy him I just really enjoy him as a person more than I do as a driver that's why he's on my list. So that being said, Jacob, who is your, you know, more experienced number nine pick?
3: Definitely not Clint Boyer. That's for damn sure. Listen, I love Clint. I love Clint. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I love him to death, man. I think he's very um, influential to the sport. But uh, and I think he will do. A, I think you'll be a very great add-on to the booth with uh, Jeff and 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 Mike Joy. I think that's a good decision. But. As far as number nine for me, Ned Jarrett. 100%. I don't think we could get through this list without saying Ned Jarrett. Cooper. Cooper. Oh, I'm glad you <laughs> named him. <laughs> it was uh, Dale Jarrett's dad. Um, yeah. Okay. So okay. he
1: was a broadcaster back in the day. So Ned Jarrett only. Uh, he broadcasted on up until like not too long ago. Well, here's
3: the thing about Ned Jarrett. Ned Jarrett fun fact the NASCAR Cup Series never once raced a full and entire full schedule Guess how many wins Guess how many wins he had Yeah
0: it's interesting
3: 450
0: Guess
1: how huh? 50. Like he just he came, he saw he conquered. Yep. He
3: in nineteen sixty two or sorry, let me let me rewind. Nineteen fifty nine that's when he experienced his first two wins. The following year he would get five. In sixty one he would get one in sixty two he would get six. Sixty three eight. In nineteen sixty four out of sixty two races yes, there was sixty two races in the NASCAR Cup series, he got fifteen wins the following season. See that's the kind of season I'm yep. looking for, man. Thirteen wins and and his final race was, uh, well, he quit right after Fireball Roberts got killed because uh, he didn't want to. <laughs> so the story with Ned Jarrett and Fireball Roberts is Ned Jarrett watched Fireball burn up in a crash, and uh, he said that was it for him. He didn't want to end up like that. So that's my number nine. I think Ned Jarrett, if he would have continued, I think we were looking at another Richard Petty. I think he's another another Davy Allison story, man. He would have been close to 200 wins. No joke.
1: He last broadcasted a race in 2017.
3: Yes, yes, when they brought him back for the throwback, right? he came come on for the throwback with yep. Ken Squire.
1: Yeah, and they're, they're doing that again at Darlington for the throwback, so he might Hell come back. Yes. Ned Jarrett's the man. I don't hate that pick. So my number nine, uh, I don't think anybody expects this one, but this is a driver that I talk highly of quite often brian vickers brian Vickers. i mean he never did anything huge for the sport by any means but i just thought brian vickers was one of the most wholesome guys out there at any given time plus he did red bull racing which was kick-ass um i mean his and scott speed's paint schemes were unmatched even though they were always the same fucking car <laughs> i miss that race team yep. oh me too me too but brian vickers i think could have had a fantastic career had it not been cut short
3: yeah, cause he uh, what he had a problem with blood
1: clots, right? That was his that was his issue. Yeah, DVT. Yeah, that's awful, man. Yeah, yeah, he was a good driver. Uh, same thing, same thing happened with Chris Bosch, the basketball player. I mean, you know, height of his career in his prime, they discover eat up with blood clots, and I mean that's just so unfortunate. I think Brian Vickers was nearing what would have been his prime. I think he probably could have found a pretty good team outside of Red Bull Racing once it shut down. And I think I think he could have been a Martin Truex type driver. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I mean, so, sorry man, I'm up next. Yeah, I didn't mean,
3: to cut, yeah, I, I didn't mean to cut cut anybody off, but like I honestly agree with that. I think Brad Vickers was a good <coughs> driver. He also uh, took out <laughs> he took out Dell Junior and uh, <laughs> he took out like a, an entire like Hendrick force one time.
1: Now isn't isn't Brian Vickers the one who spun Tony out and put him up onto the barrier at Sonoma or yes. Watkins Glen? Yes, he was. Yes. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Coop, you got a number nine for us, buddy. Coop, who is your number can, nine. Can I
2: just say that I'm going to go off like people that I sim I know. Yeah, that's fine. It's it's not going to be what we're doing. It, we're not we're
1: not listing. We're listing our personal favorites here.
2: Okay. Okay, I would put probably Casey Kane. That's a good pick. That's a really good pick. Maybe. I didn't even think just came. thinking, Like, about at a nine. Him. I was just thinking about him. Because, I don't know, like, as a kid, him and the Dodge, like, I don't know. Well, he was the guy that I was like, yeah
3: He was the predecessor. It's kind for, of like the underdog. Was he? he was the predecessor for uh, Bill Elliott. He, when Bill Elliott left, he was mm-hmm. the guy that took yep. over.
0: He was the first, like, my first ever NASCAR race seeing Bristol. He was the winner of that race. Was so, that in the
1: five car?
2: That's what I was talking. The five car, yes. I
0: think it, I think it was a five car. This was back in twenty third, mm-hmm. like twenty fourteen when I saw this race. Okay, so
1: that would
3: have Dude, been a five. Uh, when when Casey Kane, <laughs> when Casey Kane uh, went up on the damn wall at Pocono, and and <laughs> took out like an entire line of fucking trees, man. That's what I remember when I see Casey Kane all the time.
1: Well, you know, that's ironic. You say that he actually rode the wall at Bristol. Yeah, he too. did.
3: He was upside down in the thirty-eight car, the thirty-eight Great Clips car. I remember that. You know, fun. Yep, th- I was there. Were for that you race. really? I remember. Yeah. I remember that. I don't know if I was there or not. I do remember.
1: Yeah, it was in that was the um, the Xfinity series or the Nationwide series at the time.
3: What do you know? Where Casey Kane got his start? It was not on Dodge. It was with Robert Yates Racing. Where was ninety-eight it? car channel lock. Really. Yeah. That's where Casey Kane was racing huh. at before he came into the Cup Series. I
1: did. I did not yep. know that. Yep.
3: He raced a '98 car. It was an yeah. ugly paint scheme too. I don't know if you ever seen it. He must have been a young guy then, He was young then, as huh? hell, man. He was a young little kid. You think you think he was a pretty boy then? You should have seen him back then.
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing Casey Kane. And just always like being like, yeah, he's a cool. He seems like a oh, cool yeah. driver. Yep.
1: Yeah, I hate that he didn't find more success with me anything.
3: too. I think I think it was a, a money issue. I don't think he had the name or the. Or the yeah. Oh yeah, if,
1: for sure. I mean and in that era of Hendrick, all the money was being funneled to the I NBA. hate to
3: say it, but if I had a choice to be on a, if I if I was a racer and I had a choice to be on a team with Dell Jr., I would decline it. Oh, <laughs> I'd be like, yeah. "No."
1: But a Jr. didn't even get good equipment though at Hendrick. No. no but... Like Jr. is a damn good driver. Jr.
3: is a Okay, listening to junior now, Dale Jr. now. Dell Jr. as when he was driving and he was a current driver. I had such respect for him, you know, as a person to know what he had gone through. Mm-hmm. Because I, you know, I heard stories about him. He, he didn't even have pictures of his graduation, of his high school graduation. His dad wasn't there. It was just him and his mom. And you know, he's had he's right. had a hard life, man. I mean, this life of fame and having to carry his father's name. But to hear his intelligence now, like I have such a love for Dale Junior. Now, I think he's such a Me such too. a great human being, and I, I honestly, honestly, really respect
0: that guy. me too as All well right. so now we're gonna now we're gonna get on to our number our number eight um, I already got my bulletproof vest on cause of what's gonna happen to me I think but this one number eight is David Pearson why would we why would we kill you over David Pearson I'm because he's that low Jacob <laughs>
3: I'm going to say this. If you put Kyle Bush above David Pearson, I'm going to stab you in the neck with a fork. Well, I mean, clearly, that's where we're headed. <laughs> Fucking, like <laughs> That's exactly like, where we're headed. You're talking about one of the... That's like putting Richard Petty on the bottom, man. You just can't do it. Parv- we well, don't like put David Richard Petty on the top. Are you one of those guys that says that Kyle Bush has 200
0: wins? All right. No. All right. 300. I legit, like... No, it's was, actually like 220. Yeah, it's now. like 220
1: wins. <laughs> 202.
0: 200, listen, he he has 200 wins on different state on different like forms of the NASCAR series. Fair enough. He does not have 200 like Monster Energy Cup All I
3: gotta say is is your is your next seven people better be
0: fucking godly because I'm gonna rip into you every time. I know you are. See, because here's the thing. This is my favorite list. These are my favorites, Jacob, well, I not what. yours. This is my favorite Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Jacob. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> well, listen, fuck you. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I mean, I know Kyle Busch isn't on your list, Jacob. How do you know that?
2: Number six. <laughs> yeah, it's his list. My list. list. Parv. Parv. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, Parv. Fuck you, Parv. <laughs> <laughs> So, who's your number
1: eight, then? My number
3: eight? Oh, shit. Uh, A little guy from Tennessee. His name's Marlon, comma, Sterling. I love Sterling Marlon, man. I'm going to say he's number eight. Because, number one reason, in the NASCAR Cup Series, especially within the era of us, we didn't have many people from Tennessee. So, I love my Tennessee homeboys, you know. Um, Cooper, Where's he from? Columbia. So... Yeah, it's a small town, dude. <laughs> He's, He's like, like okay. Cooper's like, huh? Is it a- <laughs> He's cool. from Columbia, Tennessee. We didn't have any people from Tennessee. Uh, only 10 wins in his career, but Cooper not being a, uh, like, it, I mean, huge NASCAR fan. He knows about much sports. Cooper, I can name this car right now, and you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. Number 40, chrome, Coors Light car. You know what I'm talking about? The silver
1: bullet. The one that the wrecked the silver bullet. Dale. Okay. Yeah, the one that wrecked Dell at, yep. at Daytona. Yes. Sterling okay. Marlin's the one who killed Dell. Yep. Okay, okay. Yep. So fuck Sterling Marlin.
2: Hell nah, dude. Sterling Marlin. Hey, this is his list. So that,
1: was, that was Ken <laughs> That was Ken Schrader. No, Ken Schrader was down on the bottom. Yeah, it was his bo- no, Ken Schrader's the one who ate Dell's car. Sterling Marlin was at the bottom, clipped Dell up into Ken Schrader.
3: Yeah. Oh, okay. Sterling Marlin's my list just because he's a Tennessee homeboy, man. Uh, I love I love Sterling Marlin uh, The fact also What a badass Fucking caution lap Cars are sitting down there On the back stretch He's leading the fucking race <laughs> He's got some damage On his front end So he just gets out <laughs> Walks up there And is just like Pulling on the fender <laughs> And the pace car Has to get out And run back there Like what the hell Are you doing He's like I don't know I'm trying to fix my car <laughs> He's uh, it's really sad though because he's got a uh, he's got he's got, he's actually got cancer right now. And, but I seen a video I Does seen it? a video of him the other day. Like he took a stock car out on the street and was just jamming gears down like down this country road in this like 800 horsepower stock
2: car, just nailing it. But, is he is he still in Tennessee or did he move out? He still lives in Tennessee. He has never left Tennessee.
3: Uh, he also drove the. So num- he's still
2: in Columbia. Yeah. He oh,
3: okay. He also still uh, he also drove the number four. Um, uh, Kodak, the Eastman Kodak car, which Eastman, which is a huge plant where we're from, um, and that was from Morgan McClure Motorsports, and that's right. I think it was after Ernie Irvin uh, left to go to Robert Yates. So, yeah, that's
1: my number eight. I'm still holding true to my uh, my opinion on that one. Fuck Sterling Marlin. I hate he's going through anything negative right now. I mean, I wish him the best. I love but Sterling Marlin, man. In my eyes, he's the one who uh, he's the one who put Dell into the wall. So. Um. So my number eight is old uh, pencil neck himself, Joey Logano. <laughs> Joey Logano. <laughs> Hell yeah! And I'm mean, of course you know I'm gonna list my other Penske boy much higher. Oh yeah. But uh, you know I think I think Joey has been one of the most dominant racers in uh, recent times. My list is mostly gonna be more recent. I can speak a whole lot better on you know. Drivers in the last 15, 20 years than I can someone from the eighties. Hundred percent. But I mean, Joey is growing into his own, and you know, he's what thirty-one years old Hit right them. now. Yeah, I he's mean, really young. Joey has fifteen years left to win fifteen championships, in my opinion. So I I think that Joey is definitely one of the futures of NASCAR as far as domination. What goes. parf?
3: What? What parf?
0: Nothing. It's his it's his list. Like, yeah, a that's it's my list. Yeah, Fuck you. <laughs> I mean you're you're not gonna like my number seven, no. Jacob. But anyways, before that Cooper, who is your number eight? So
2: based off what i saw, it was the thirty for thirty documentary. Do you guys know who I'm gonna go with? I had to look him up because I was like, What is his name? but I remember him.
3: Shit. Uh thirty for thirty NASCAR? Oh
0: my god.
2: Mm -hmm. I should know One of the only Two or three They did on A NASCAR drive Wendell Scott Tim Richmond Tim Richmond That's a good The only reason Is because I didn't know about him Until I watched That documentary And I was like This dude is just A fucking legend Like Party boy You know Passed away from AIDS but then just, I don't know, his racing style. Just, like, watching that, I'm like, damn, I wish I was alive to watch that NASCAR. Dude,
3: and he was Rick Hendricks. On a fun fact, here's a fun fact for you. The movie Days of Thunder, where Tom Cruise was based off of Rick Hendrick and Tim Richmond. A lot of people think it's Jeff, a lot of really? think it's Jeff Gordon. It's not. It's based off of Tim Richmond. Tim Richmond, NASCAR, it was really weird because NASCAR did a lot of covering up with him with the AIDS because they didn't want people to know that he had AIDS. So it's
2: exactly what they talk about in that documentary. Yep. Yeah.
1: I need to
0: watch that. He, it's really got, good. If you have ESPN Plus, banned? you can
2: watch it. It's uh, it's on there. They have all the oh, 30 man. for 30s on there. So
0: Was he the one that got banned for, uh, like, dri- like per- behind-the-counter? Yeah, eight prescriptions eight, and shit? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was looking... Like, while making my list, I was, like, scrolling through, like, you know, some some people's, like, you know, list of drivers, and I saw that he got... He was that driver that got banned. And obviously... Tim Richards. You no. Know. But that was... Tim richmond's a guy <laughs> but that was like back in <laughs> but, but that was back in the day when um when you know aids was just the quiet you, no one yeah really it was like when magic got it died. yeah
2: people were scared of it they didn't know what it was they didn't know how to treat it yeah, yeah. there's a lot
3: of rumors right now there's a lot of rumors too that uh, that he was gay there's a lot of rumors that he was yeah
2: you know, he they was, talk about that in there too yeah that he was a homosexual
1: yeah and i mean i think I think in that in that time period specifically, I mean, it was definitely predominant in the LGBTQ community. It was. So, I mean, I'd, I'd say that's probably not too and far It probably
3: fetched. was. I mean, he could have been – I mean, I don't want to assume his sexuality, but, I mean, I guarantee you that it was – he was either bi or something. I mean, it's what it sounded
1: like. Right. I think – I mean, we see it now. You know, people are a lot more comfortable as far as coming out and being public with their, their orientation. You know, I mean, you see how many people are openly gay now. Imagine in the '80s how many people were just living in absolute you know. Cover Especially up in life. Southern NASCAR culture, man. Oh, oh you couldn't yeah, have come out and said that he would have been toast. And no, he, no, I mean you honestly, that would have been
3: life threatening oh, yeah. for him. And honestly. the fact that he was good would have made it twice as bad. He's oh a yeah. Good yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good pick, Cooper. I really, really, I really. Uh, there's actually a really cool T-shirt with him. That you can get with, uh, I seen it the other day, that has like a mullet and his beard and sunglasses and a Folgers hat. And it says 25 on the bottom. Also, fun fact, Talladega Nights, uh, the number for Ricky Bobby was based on Tim Richmond.
0: Oh, that's kick-ass. Yep. That's crazy. So now, let's get on to our number seven. My number seven is someone who I am familiar with. He is a fellow Toyota driver for my favorite driver, for one of my favorite drivers, not maybe of all time. This man is Denny Hamlin. Denny Hamlin, before you go anywhere, Jacob, this is very, I think this is respectable because he is one of the best drivers out there today. He is a very... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's very skilled he wins the races you saw from this past season how well he did oh yeah at Talladega <laughs> so and I think he is one of the best probably the second best to never do it and I just really like his racing plus also Joe Gibbs racing you know a part of a part of that club because of
2: don't fucking College say Joe Conflict. Gibbs again stop I don't want to hear that name. I do not want to hear that name.
0: <laughs> and
2: Jacob, but yeah, I, I just, this is his list. Don't I be just, mad. This is his oh, list. There's no
0: holding this one back. Nope. There's no holding this
2: one He has to. Be respectable.
0: No, because he just hates the fact that he lost to, that he took away Matt DiDemodetto's win twice. Listen, listen. Listen,
1: <laughs> twice listen. he said,
2: twice. listen, FedEx is great <laughs> and Denny is fantastic.
3: Listen, there is no doubt in my mind that Denny is a good driver. I have said it time and time again. If Denny had not been a Joe Gibbs racing driver, I would have Denny Tamlin would have probably been my guy. I Can we
2: just change his name? Can we not say Joe Gibbs? Can we just say like J G, G. Mr. G Mr. G-, G that <laughs> yeah, J G. Coach
3: Gibbs.
2: J G. Coach no, Gibbs. No, we're not gonna no, we're not gonna say that either. We're not gonna say his last name. Just call him Joe. Here's,
3: Fuck here's it. Here's what I gotta say about your pick, Parv. I respect it. But I disagree. One thousand percent. You're sitting here talking, How you disagree. Awesome. You're, you're talking about you're talking about a guy who I mean, don't get me wrong, he's in he's definitely in he's was in the era of most it's the most competitive NASCAR has ever been. Uh, I mean, back in the day, you know, I mean, it was you didn't have the the competitiveness and the the fucking drive that that people do now. I mean, you got these cars on an equal playing field, and Denny's yeah. a good driver, but we're talking about Denny Hamlin being after David Pearson, dog,
0: dog. <laughs> this this is not the greatest of all time, Jacob. This is just but my has favorite. But what is Denny
3: done? Don't say twenty three eleven racing. God damn it. If you, I swear, I know it's coming. What has Denny done that's been like that great? Because, I mean, he has a little, what, a little over 40 wins?
1: He has 51, 51?
3: He has 51 wins?
1: Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, listen, I'm pretty sure Denny's over 50. I don't disagree with Parv putting him up there. Like, I mean, if I were to list all-time greats, I think Denny might crack my top 10 honestly like the only thing that denny's not been able to accomplish is winning a championship and to me personally it's all across the board in any sport i don't think championships define a player or a i athlete. don't think
3: they do now but i think back in the back in the day they did
1: i mean are you talking nascar specifically NASCAR
3: specifically yes
1: i mean you gotta think though like all you needed was money in the 80s and 90s for NASCAR. And in the 70s, all you needed was money. Because then you just you shit on everybody. Now where the playing field's a lot more equal, I mean, if anything, yeah, I would I, say championships could maybe mean more now than they did back then.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. Like, you know, championships don't define... Like, they define, them, define a driver or a team at times. But there's been great teams, great football, great teams who have never won a championship like we had the 2007 New England Patriots who went undefeated until they lost to the Giants listen Tom Brady great just team.
1: can't play against the NFC East that's all there is about nope. it
0: Be, and it makes me happy L- I just I, but, listen
3: there's no doubt that Denny's a great driver but I'm just not going to put Denny on a list of, of, of 10 most which ain't my list it's your list I guess
1: had Talladega not happened you would not in agreement
3: I don't think that's true. I guarantee it's true. Guarantee. I don't think it's true.
1: You're Disagree. still bitter about I'm,
3: it. I'm I'm not bitter about that.
2: I just don't I just don't think Denny has done. Like if you put okay So let's if, compare. If you put Jacob, what's your seven? Well Say your seven and then compare. Before
3: I say my seven, if he would have put true X in that spot, I would say Yes.
2: And put Denny lower? or put Denny higher. True X is higher 100%. than Denny?
1: Okay. Yeah. See, that's why we got to just start disregarding everything
0: Jacob says. <laughs> <laughs> I think we would have I think we're going to put that as a poll. Well, let me let me, let me explain. Let me explain because my number 7 Truex. is getting ready
3: to pop up here and you guys it doesn't have anything to do with this, but if I was going to put a driver that has influenced me the most it, and, and, and if I was in Parv's shoes, why wouldn't it be True X? Because True X came from, let's think about all of his ride choices. All of his ride choices. He started out racing for Junior Motorsports. He got a championship in the Bush Series. Then he come up into the Cup Series and he raced for Junior Earnhardt Ganassi, which would end up being. That was at the time that Earnhardt Ganassi was going down the shitter because Teresa Earnhardt was fucking screwing everybody over.
1: That was was the one car, wasn't it? The 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 Bass Bass Pro one car. car.
3: Then Truex goes to a better opportunity at Michael Waltrip Racing, but look what happened there. Yes, his reputation was, and I do disagree with this, and I do think it's a damn shame that he did this because if he hadn't done this, I would have so much more respect for him than I do. But he cheated at the Richmond with Spin and then what happened after that? They lost all their funding. Napa left. Where was Truex sent back to? If you want to talk about a comeback story in the future, in like in today's society, Martin Truex Jr. He went back to the Furniture Row Racing to race the Chevrolet car that, and he won a race. He was in the Final Four with a shitty Chevy car. Like he come in, and then. He come in as a Toyota and whipped everybody, including Denny Hamlin's ass, with Cole Pern. And I do think it was the teamwork between Cole Pern and Denny Hamlin, or Cole, or shit, sorry, excuse me, Cole, uh, Cole Pern and Martin Truex Jr., but I do think that Denny Hamlin is not as good a driver as Martin
1: Truex Jr. So, okay. is, is is Martin Truex your number seven? No. <laughs> 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 Absolutely not. This so now is my list. <laughs> so now you're simping for Martin Truex Jr. I, I think I think Martin Whoa. should be up there best,
3: but it's not my list. I just don't think Denny, if, like if you put Martin there, I would have said okay cuz that was a that was a comeback story. My So then who's your next? My number 7, number seven 110%. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's do this. I'm ready. I'm ready for it. I'm ready. Uh my number 7 is going to have to be Trevor Bayne.
0: Okay.
1: You just flamed the hell out of Parv for putting an established winner at number 7 and you just named Trevor fucking I got a, I got a, <laughs> I
2: got a point though. I got a point. Wait, don't diss him. We might get him on the show.
0: Hold up. Oh, that's but, not a diss. Hold up. I, but
1: I mean to but, put him and Denny Hamlin side by side and then knock Denny's knees out from under him. He's
0: from Tennessee. He's from Tennessee. He drove a 21 car. He won a he won they turn no, his that's first
1: race. That's not
3: all the reasons. Trevor Bain. It's just three out of four. It's, it's most of the reasons. I'll be, kind of, I'll be kind of honest, it kind of pisses me off that you pinpointed them all. Let's think about it. When you think about a win and a person, for me personally, I mean, as a kid, when you saw that 21 car cross the checkered flag or the checkered line, how excited did you get? That's the first time the Wood Brothers had been back into contention in years. Because this, this goes back... Okay. What year was 2000, that, the
1: 2011.
0: Um, it was either 2012...
3: No. 10... It was 11. It t- no, it 11. was 2011.
0: It was 2011 because... Uh, that was nine years yeah. ago. I want to be honest with you, Jacob. I will say this. I was watching... I was race, too. And I, and I was, was pushed really... In there. And I was so... Excited! I was legit actually screaming when I saw that. When I saw him pass through the checkered Dude, checker Trevor Bayne
3: is—I mean, uh, once again, he's from Knoxville. He's—he's he's won, like like he come in. That was his first Cup race, ever, and he won the Daytona 500. No matter what, you, at
1: a res- at a restrictor at
3: play. a restrictor plate, but he still won.
1: Danica also, but got the this was
3: also during the years of tandem drafting. Which was one of the most hard racing that you've ever seen in your life.
1: I missed tandem, tandem drafting, drafting was so the much. shit. And Trevor Bayne also going from forty third to first in like less than a backstretch. Yes, stretch.
3: and I mean if you look at Trevor Bayne, I mean his career after that, I mean he he didn't do much. I mean he didn't win another race, but like. Here's the thing, the Wood Brothers, if you watch the Wood Brothers documentary, which was an, a fantastic documentary, and I suggest everybody go watch it. It's actually on the Motor Trend app, which actually is a pretty good app to get right now if you want to stream some stuff. I'm not even fucking, I'm, not, I'm just going to plug them, even though they didn't ask me to. They're, it's a great app. Sponsor, sponsor us, sponsor, us, sponsors, sponsor sponsors. us, sponsor us, So, here's the, here's the thing that I'm going to say. The Motor Trend app that has the Wood Brothers documentary, I went in there and watched it. I've watched it like five times. The Wood Brothers had been absolutely sucking. Just just sucking. They didn't have drivers. I mean, if you look at their drivers, they got a win with Elliott Sadler at Bristol. That was their last win. It goes on to all these years. They had people like Ricky Rudd, Bill Elliott, Ken Schrader race for their cars. And these are all older drivers and reputable names, but they're not people that could have bring them to victory lane. So when Trevor Bain come in there, the Wood Brothers had actually reduced their thing down to a part-time schedule courtesy of Edsel Ford. Edsel Ford come up and said, hey man, your, your family, was knocking knock you down to a part-time schedule. And they ran a part-time schedule and got their co- equipment straight. Trevor Bain coming in and winning that race, and a lot of people like to say Ryan Blaney is what brought the Wood Brothers back into contention. Not true. Trevor Bain is what brought the Wood Brothers back into contention. Because if you look after the Wood Brothers, after Trevor Bain left, you had Ryan Blaney come in. You had Paul Menard. And even Paul Menard and this is this is going to be a, a a kind of a, a weird statement, but he ran better than he did in the past ten years in that twenty one car.
1: Can I can I defend Trevor Bain for a second yeah. though? Like, I think he he does get disrespected as far as um, people saying, "Well, he never really panned out." Where did he go after that twenty one car? What Roush Fenway? And I mean, honestly, like Roush is. Not the team that it was in the, the late 90s and early mid 2000s. Um, yeah, I mean, it is, but, you know, I think Trevor Bain, had he, had Stuart Haas been established at that point, you know, with Ford, I think Trevor Bain could have made waves. I think Trevor Bain could still, if he got the opportunity, I think he could hop in a car and be a weekly contender for a win. But it's hard to, like, really judge his career negatively based on the fact that. His only true chance was with Roush. And I mean
3: Fun fact about him though.
1: No championship since two thousand three. Nope.
3: And also Jack Roush in that six car. Every year I went to Bristol, Trevor Bain was running top ten. I believe He that. was a driver. <clears throat> he was a driver. He just didn't have the equipment. Yeah. So sit number seven, Trevor right. Bain.
1: So for me Uh I will throw my number seven to uh, this this is a weird one. I felt real obligated though because it's a big part of my childhood. Uh, Ricky Rudd.
3: Oh, the rooster! Hell yeah!
1: Yeah, Ricky Rudd. That the the tide car. Oh yeah. Uh, that was a big part of my childhood. Um, and then growing up and understanding that like he duct taped his eyes open because they were swollen shut. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's doing that. He's a badass. And that, that's just totally badass. <laughs> yeah. But Ricky Rudd. Um, I think he's one of the the, the better drivers that never really uh, had a huge foundation in the sport. I mean, you know, your diehard NASCAR fans know who Ricky Rudd is. But as far as, like, all across the board, notoriety, I think he is incredibly disrespected. And, I mean, fun fact, he did have that three Wrangler car. Yeah,
3: he did. He did. He also raced the... Uh, <laughs> he raced the... Uh, um, the shit. Didn't he race for Ford, like one of the Wrangler Thunderbirds at one point? Yeah.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah. And uh, he what? He closed his career in the twenty one car did. too. He did. closed
3: his career in the twenty one. Uh, actually, fun fact: he actually went back to the eighty eight car and raced a
1: couple uh, a season in two thousand seven.
3: Yeah, did he, he? raced the Snickers eighty eight car after UPS and Del Jarrett went to Michael Waltrip Racing.
1: Oh, that must have been the year and okay. yeah then, you're right that was the year I quit What? that was the year before I got back into NASCAR like as my own yeah. individual person in
3: 2007 him and uh, David Gilliland which had taken over for Elliot Sadler in the 38 car uh, got first and second in qualifying at Daytona because Robert Yates Racing has always been a kick ass team at super, super speedways which is fun
1: that is. That's really a good pick, though. I think. Thank you. I think me and Cooper are the most simplistic. You, you and Parv both are given like these huge thought out. You know <laughs> why you're putting this person there, and I'm like, well, I like Ricky Rudd. He drove my favorite <laughs> car when I was seven. <laughs> that ten
3: car man was a badass <laughs> ride, though. That was Todd. Oh, yeah. Todd. I, I will go to my death saying this. I don't know what the hell who is designing the Todd paint schemes, but they're always coming in hardcore with them. Oh uh, yeah, they're always they a good, good paint scheme. I though.
0: loved them. Where are you at, Coop? Only because
2: I don't know how he raced back then, but still, based off documentary stuff I've watched, Alan Kowicki.
3: 100%. Oh, for sure.
2: 100%. Yes. See, it's it's hard. I put him at seven because, like, I didn't watch him. I've just seen stuff, watched. I didn't watch it in my time, so, you know, five and six are going to be a little bit weird, but I feel like he's a good seven. And he raced the number You know, seven. right next to Tim, too. Yeah, so... He he, he crashed. Yeah, he
3: crashed. He crashed in East Tennessee, so he died. Yeah, he caught.
1: And he was the first team owner
3: and driver to get a championship. Tony Stewart was the only other guy to do it.
1: I have a fun fact about him. Actually, you know the Polish? Yeah, he was the one that did it. Yeah, he only ran it twice. What? After his first win and his championship? You're kidding. No, that wasn't like a common thing for him. He only did it after his first win and his championship. But he's the one who made it popular, so that's why drivers honor him by by doing the Polish victory lap. But he only ran it twice. It wasn't like it wasn't a Carl Edwards backflip or a Tony Stewart fence. And also,
3: climb. you know, he gets he, I mean he gets a lot of credibility, but he only had 5 wins. Yeah? He only had 5 wins. But did, he took one from Tim to day, too, I didn't mean, he? That's, <laughs> he took one from a lot of people. He would just. Sh-
2: he took. I think he took a big one from Tim, yeah.
3: because yeah, uh, Alan Kowicki Alan took the championship when. Uh, when. Davey Allison.
2: Yep. Yep. Yep.
1: Which was destined to be Davey's. Oh, it
2: was, it mm-hmm. was Davey's championship. Without a doubt, yep.
0: So now we're going to get into number six. It's getting exciting now. And the thing is, like. My, a lot of my drivers who, they're, I do have like a lot of past drivers, like my, my upcoming number six, because, you know, they're just iconic, you know, so I have to have, add them. My number six is Dell Hart.
2: Fair. Junior or senior?
0: Uh, senior. I will, I'm not going to say, I'm sorry, Cody, but yeah, Dell Hart, six? junior's not on my list. Yeah, number six. The Intimidator? So that? Is number six? Yeah. Wait, no, Cody. So no, we number can't. <laughs> I'm sorry, you can't. It's his <laughs> list. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's his list.
3: It's, not, it's not even.
2: It's crazy that he put Denny Hamlin. Wait. What happened to the one F word per episode? We've, like.
1: Oh, uh, we threw
0: well, that nah, out the window. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> fuck! <laughs>
2: <laughs> sorry, Parv, continue.
0: No, uh. No, I just, I mean, obviously, Dellen Hart is just a very iconic driver. I just love, the main reason why I have him is that, also, he's a great driver. I just love hearing a lot of the stories of his career. One of the most iconic stories I hear all the time that I also enjoy is his race at Bristol. Well, I think, Terry LeBlanc, I think, was in the lead in this race. And Dellen Hart crashed him. And the whole entire place roared out in booze because they wanted to see Labonte win that race.
3: Yeah, Dillon Hart. Dillon Hart.
0: Dillon Hart became the biggest heel in NASCAR for a day in that race. Dillon Hart Jr. did
3: the same shit when he wrecked Carl Edwards. He got booed in the Bush series. It was, it was a nationwide series then, but he got booed. He got booed, uh, so they both, so the father and the son got booed for wrecking a crowd favorite. Now, I will say this. My dad, when I grew up in my household, my dad was
1: anti Earnhardt. Oh, yeah, and it was the same for mine, too. It was anti-Dell. Yeah. And I would say I became more of a Dell fan, you know, in my later years than when I was younger.
0: I mean, my my house is a, my dad is a semi anti Earnhardt because people think he People like When, when the greatest of all time is taught People think it's him over a guy I'm going to talk here in a little bit Whoa so, yeah. I, I already
1: hate where you're going with your list It's his uh, it's, it's your list But Petty over Earnhardt I just I can't be there for oh, that Oh my god <laughs>
3: I just I You can't. know Petty didn't make his way on my list yeah, Me neither He didn't make his way On my list
1: But well, yeah, it's, Parv's it's Parv's list It's Parv's list I guess Number six <laughs> <laughs> Is
3: Adele Earnhardt uh, David Pearson Was number was eight Denny Hamlin Was the number seven This be A
0: really bad idea This is to be A really bad idea, be really bad <laughs> idea. Anyways <laughs> Before we get Any more heat Even though we'll get Some more in the future Jacob Please indulge us Indulge David, us on your do Don't number act six. like you didn't know It
1: wasn't coming You texted us and said, you're going to hate my list. (laughs) Yeah, I
0: did. I did. My number six
3: is David Reagan. Hmm.
1: David Reagan. You know, I'm noticing a trend with Ford guys. Oh,
3: 100%. I'm a huge (laughs) Ford guy. This This is people that I pull for. But the reason I pull for David Reagan is because... Just a little good Southern Georgia, boy. oh yeah. Well, not only that is because he was always. I mean, let's be honest. He didn't. He was kind of like another Trevor Bain. But I can remember in my. Do you remember who almost won the Daytona 500 when Trevor Bain had it?
1: David Reagan. I know who came in. Well, uh, Carl Edwards was in second. Carl's the one who pushed. David. Bain.
3: David Reagan got black flag for jumping the restart. And was sent to the yep, back.
1: Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because Carl and David were hooked up.
3: David, David yep. was going to win that damn race. But when David got sent to the back, I remember I was so so. Fun fact about last one. This is going to give more. This is going to give more of a backstory for my number seven to why well, my number six is my number six. David Reagan took over for Mark Martin, right? Which is. It's coming. It's coming anyway. I mean, that's one of my favorite Mm -hmm. drivers of all time. Mark Martin was the shit. And so when David was in that UPS number six car, I was like, oh, my God, David's getting ready to bring the number six back to victory lane. This is going to happen. And I've been waiting for the number six because I am a Roush Fenway boy to heart. I am. I'm a Roush Fenway guy all the way down to my soul. I've always been a Roush guy. I'll forever be a Roush guy. But David Reagan, not only did he come back to the Daytona and win the night race, it wasn't the 500. He won the night race, and not only did he come back and <laughs> front row racing and win Tala freaking Daga, he done it with two different teams at two different restrictor plates. Not only a team that was reputable, but a team that was also not as financially stable as someone like Jack Roush and, and Roush Fenway Racing. So David Reagan's my number six.
0: Who is your number six, Cody? So, my number six, I'm
1: gonna have to throw my boy BK in there. Oh, Brad, Brad Kazolowski, he has solidified himself. Oh, Parv's throwing a temper tantrum now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> sorry, it's your list. It's your <laughs> yeah, list, this sorry. is
1: my list, buddy. Uh, I mean, I, I don't think anyone can argue that Brad, since even the, the Nation, what was the Nationwide series, he dominated it and immediately came into the cup and was a strong contender. Um, I think the first time that Brad became like a household name in the NASCAR world was when he sent Carl Edwards into the grandstands at Dega, and then their, their feud that continued on. Um, well, there was like five or six, I think, on-track incidences between them that season, and it carried over into the Nationwide as well. Um, but I think Brad is one hell of a driver, And he's still, he's relatively young. I think he's in his mid-30s. He comes from a pretty strong racing family. Uh, And one thing I love about Brad is how freaking patriotic he is, man. He is one of the most patriotic guys out there at any given time. When everything went down with Bubba at Talladega, when they all gathered around and stood around Bubba during the national anthem, Brad's the one who held the flag up. Yep. I don't know if anyone yeah, knows that
3: he he the American flag. Anytime he gives grabs that American flag, you feel some sort of just like oh my god. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. yeah I just I love Brad, and he definitely solidifies himself. It's definitely better than a he, bow. What can you say, Coop? Cooper.
2: I'm gonna have to go with Jacob's guy, Mark Martin.
0: Mark Martin. Very
2: See, because the five are going to be kind flip. of, like, close, so.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, so I, I got to get him up there before. I'm not too sentimental to him. He's just someone I watched, kind of like the grandpa of the sport. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, yeah. Have you, so. you
1: know, he has, like, a solid six-pack of ass. Also, he listens
2: to really hardcore
3: to gangster day. rap. Yeah. He listens, yeah, like he really. listens to the Gucci Main. Mark Martin's the shit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Met him one time, dude. He was fucked up.
3: <laughs> he was drunk as oh, fuck. Oh yeah. Hey,
2: let me ask Jacob. What is the uh what's the tattoo on your shoulder? Wood brothers. Okay, okay.
0: Yeah. All right. So, now we're getting into probably the cream of the crop of our list, the top 5. My number 5 is one of the greatest One of the best drivers of all time. He's won a few championships. He is probably, he has probably has the most iconic line to a start of a race in NASCAR history. You probably know what this is. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Let's go racing, boys. Daryl Waltrip is my number five. Wasn't he
3: dirty as shit? Yes, he was. He was a cheating, cheating, cheater.
1: And he was nowhere near as good as Dylan. He was nowhere
3: definitely near as good as David Pearson.
0: This is not the greatest of all time. This is not the greatest of all time. This is a very good thing. Why is every choice favorites. that you
3: make just fucking like controversial? <laughs> 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 who's your favorite football so team? the my t- Miami Dolphins. Who's <laughs> who's your favorite NASCAR driver? Kyle Bush. What other sport fans are you a fan, fan of? Parf? I'm just I'm just curious.
0: Boston Celtics, Atlanta Braves, <laughs> Nashville <Natural laughs> Predators. I,
1: I'm there for that one.
0: Jason Belmont. <laughs> the Celtics.
1: <laughs> I bet you think Larry Bird's better than Michael Jordan, don't you? No. <laughs> The Paul Pierce.
3: Is. <laughs> listen, listen. This is why I want a damn camera on this. <laughs> the faces that come up.
2: <laughs> Bar. Mr. Shitboy himself, Paul Pierce. Ow!
1: <laughs> hey, no one has ever taken such a dramatic event to go shit. Broke his hey, leg. I say Jacob to probably shit. doesn't know anything about I this. I
3: don't know anything about basketball.
1: He faked an injury. Duck carted off in a wheelchair to go shit.
2: Yeah. And then he carted like carted off in a wheelchair. On the, on the court. Yeah. Fourth quarter, I think, comes with like, what, eight left? Maybe in the game, yeah. comes back and yeah. they're like, oh my God, it's Jesus himself. And they're like, man, he just shit. He Who the fuck, fuck cares?
1: Just so, like, he, he didn't have to call a timeout to shit. Jesus.
3: I, I'm he pretty sure he still swears LeBron test, is yeah. not a top
2: 10 player of all time. He does. There's no fucking way. There's no way.
0: Wow. People think Lamar Jackson did that this past week. I know, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but anyway, Parv, go on with your with your number five. I
0: just, I mean, I just like Daryl Waltrip. I just think he's a, I really just love hearing the stories. And I also just, I love, I miss, I just miss hearing him. I miss hearing his voice when the podcast, when the races go on and just hearing him like get his input on the races and i just love hearing like sometimes the banter of the of people like bashing him because i know there's one time where another person on my list just bashed clip completely bashed him for like miss for like a misleading like quote or whatever but i just really enjoy him because plus he's just like like,
3: daryl walter was was very controversial I will say that he was a very controversial guy in the poof, and he was a very controversial guy in the in the race car. But that being said, I respect the guy 100. percent. He lives down he lives like right down here in Franklin. He gives this big ass mega church down here. He went to church of Charlie Daniels and Allen Jackson. So,
2: hey, quick question. Yeah. So really off topic, but you're talking about people that live in that area. Does Fulmer's mom? Does she still live down there, or did she pass away? Who? Who now? Philip Fulmer. Uh,
3: he has no idea. What yeah, you're talking I'm, about. I'm lost. We,
2: <laughs> oh,
3: his mom the lived down in that ball area. Coach of all time. Yeah. The
1: current uh,
3: athletic, athletic director. director. I, I'm
2: not yeah. sure. I know. Mm. I'm, I didn't know if she ever passed because she was maybe ten minutes from where my grandma is. Yeah. She's in Winchester. Okay.
3: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah.
2: I, I wasn't I, sure if she was still in that area. Sorry, it was really off topic, but you were just talking. Oh, about no, you're good. I just didn't know who it was.
3: I I know Aaron Lewis lives down here. <laughs> it's, all, it's the only person that I know that lives down here. That's because I ran into Been a while. Been a while.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I ran into him. He came
2: into work one day. Yeah, you called me, and I was like, <laughs> Yeah.
3: Uh, he started talking to me. He just met a legend. He started talking to me, and I was like, Why does some of it look sound familiar? <laughs> I was like, looking at him,
1: I was like, well, who the hell is this guy? Did you ever, like, acknowledge... Was he wearing a hat like he this?
2: He was like, hey, I'm Aaron Lewis. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he always like gives you fish. his first and last. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Middle name, too. I didn't know who he was, but I was like, man, you're going to kill me, but I know you from somewhere, but I just can't place it. And he was like, uh, I mean, I was in a band for a bunch of years. And I was like, he's like, I'm also, like, a country singer now. And I was like, oh. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, what was your band's name? And he goes, Stained. Stained. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> um, how do you botch that so badly? I, I don't know. I should have known who he was. What are we on now?
0: Five. Yes. Your yeah, number five. What's your five? Del check, Jarrett.
3: Though? Here's here's why I'm going to say Del Jarrett. <clears throat> my dad was my dad's favorite driver of all time was Del Jarrett. That was his boy, Del Jarrett's '88 Quality Care car was like the villain to the number three good wrench. Those two went back and forth. Now, if you go and watch, if you go and watch every race in the in the '90s, Del Jarrett was in the top ten. Also, the son bitch was completely lapped twice one time in a race. And he raced his way all the way back around and got his lap back. Not once, but twice. Then come back around again and won the race. Dude was insane behind the wheel of a car. Now that being said, I mean he wasn't he wasn't a crazy guy that won, but I mean he did have three Daytona five hundreds.
1: I mean, that's hard to argue. I don't I don't hate it per se. Del Jarrett's definitely not in my top ten. He was my Mammal's favorite driver. Oh, really? So, I mean, I, I like him yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah. she loved Del Jarrett. Yeah, Del
3: Jarrett, Jarrett was a shit. I met Del Jarrett a few times, and he was always very nice to me. So, I, I've always taken that to heart. So, I love Del Jarrett. Also, you know what? I, my honorable mention is Scott Riggs. I don't know if y'all remember Scott Riggs, but Scott Riggs was one of the nicest guys I've ever met.
1: I don't know if ten I Ten car. What car did he, drove for he drive? for Abraham
3: Racing in the number ten Babylon Dodge
1: maybe david ruderman some of the drivers that
3: we forgot about
1: i i definitely forgot about ruderman <laughs> um so my number five is gonna be davy allison yeah I'm, i know he's gonna be higher for you oh yeah um davy allison uh, of course you know he passed away before i was even born but as far as just impact on the sport um Raw talent. Uh, Davy Allison would have been a seven-time, maybe an eight-time. I think had mm-hmm. he not, you know, tragically died. Um, I mean, and a fantastic human. I don't know if you've ever watched the uh, the Davy Allison doc oh, about yeah. how he his organs were donated. Fantastic it's a good documentary. Absolutely fantastic. And he was just a good guy. I mean, just a solid, genuine dude. dude.
3: Hearing about his death now will make me tear up.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. And fun fact, he was my mom's favorite driver. He
3: was my dad's favorite when he when Del Jarrett when when Del Jarrett came in after Davey, that became dad's
1: favorite driver. But dad's favorite all time favorite was Davy.
3: Davy was Davy was like the new Earnhardt man when he came in.
1: Oh yeah, for sure, hundred
3: percent. Remember when Rusty and uh, well, we don't remember, but the the whole thing when Rusty and uh, Earnhardt. Uh, one of them won the championship, one of them won the race, and they both turned backwards, and they each had a flag. One with Davey, and one with uh, Alan Kowicki. Yep. Like that, that shit was badass. Yep. When...
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's sad that it takes moments like that to show like the true beauty of the sport. That's one thing I think NASCAR is really plagued with, is you don't see the like the wholesome and the greatness of the sport until something bad happens.
2: Mm, 100%. Davey else. Awesome. Am I up? Yeah this is me you're up <clears throat> Carl Edwards
0: number five hail don't even yeah.
2: need to say top five top five yeah just as a kid watching him that was the first race I went to it was a uh, what was the series back in like oh what was the uh, what nationwide. Nationwide. nationwide nationwide series yeah he won the nationwide in Bristol That was the first race I went to and I saw him and it was like oh my god he did the backflip and everything oh yeah. and I was like ah. yeah so just as a kid just watching him. So that's why I said top fives are going to be, like, close, guys. Hell, yeah. All
0: right, All right so let, number four. Let's hear what controversial so pick
3: Parv has this time.
0: Um, I think there's a fire in my room because there's, there's some smoke brewing. Oh
1: my god. Not even in my top oh
2: my god! <laughs> Austin Dillon. <laughs> <laughs> the real
4: number three.
0: God, y'all no. are hurting me My number four Is Smoke Tony Stewart I just That's that, he writes he, he for Joe Gibbs Stop
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> No, like that's what I was going off with When Daryl, like Tony Stewart was having an interview And Daryl Waltrip He was pissed off at Daryl Waltrip because don't I think we talked about it earlier? Tony Stewart does just not care about what he says. He will he will just say whatever is on his mind, and he will be truthful to the point of what he thinks is going on. And like, he, he's I, he's also one of my favorite people on interviews because there's one person who's like there's been like three races without a without a wreck, and then Tony Stewart being the guy he is like oh well, I think we just gotta wreck more people if there's not more than three wrecks on this race then, oh my gosh we just gotta restart the whole race so you Other liked him that, because he was a smart ass Tony Sword is no Tony Sword is also a fantastic driver I mean
3: I'm gonna give you this one I don't have a he bad is, take he
0: has won he's won three two champ. I think three. two championships Yeah, three championships and you know one of those he, t- he robbed um I'm not going to say his name, Carl Edwards. Oh, he absolutely did. Because <laughs> Jacob, Jacob did show me that those stats one time of that happening. Yeah, part.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess yeah, by the rules the though, of, he didn't necessarily steal it. He didn't. I mean, he won it. He won it fair by record break. I mean by rule break.
0: I mean he just he just outperformed it. But yeah, I just plus I just think, and that was really like the first driver I. When I first started watching NASCAR, that was the first driver I actually kind of knew. So... That's why I think he's... Pro- he, that's why he's in my number four. It's because he's the first driver actually like... My eyes were pumped. Plus because it's like my brother's favorite. Well...
2: I'm going to jump and go ahead and say mine. Mine is four. Is Tony as well. That's fair. So...
3: Tony Stewart, I mean... Three championships, 2002, 2005, and 2000, uh, <laughs> was it 11? Was it 2011 he or 2012? 2011, yeah, same year Trevor Bain won the Daytona 500. Um, I mean, I'm not going to say no, I don't agree with it, because he was a good driver. He come from Indy, and he had a successful career in Indy, and came down to NASCAR and was good. Um. I will say I love Tony, but the biggest award for the hairiest back I've ever seen. God, is gnarly. I've never seen the man shirtless. <laughs> Dude, you don't have to. Just look at his neck. I mean, that's like, like you just look, yeah. He, he is he is a man, let me tell you. I love Tony, though. I, I've grown to respect Tony Stewart as the years went on. I really do. He's a great driver. Um, the shit that happened at the end of his career, man, I mean, you could definitely tell it fucked him up. Mentally,
1: yeah, and I mean, honestly, I know we made a joke about it last week a little bit, but I mean, in all seriousness, I don't even think that that tarnishes his legacy in the no, least bit. It wasn't his no. fault, and we know that. No, no, and honestly, I mean, one hell of a competitor, super fierce, but as far as going out there trying to hurt somebody, I wouldn't, I wouldn't ever place Tony in the top 30 drivers that would go out there and like try to be malicious. He on reminds
3: me of my father. I will say that my Ready? dad reminds me of Tony Stewart. I will, I will, hundred percent say that. All, all, in all, because my dad also has the hairiest
0: back I've ever seen on a man. <laughs> <It's> a- <laughs> um. All right, so your number four, Jacob, who is who would? So my you number get this four to? is going to be,
3: um, and my number four is actually going to be a uh, a Chevy driver, who I have enjoyed watching and uh, I mean I don't even know really why I like him but I do. Um, yeah. Number four it's going to have to be Dylan Hart Jr. J- okay. I
0: respect Jr. it.
3: Junior I, I mean too. let's face it he wasn't the best driver out there but he was one of the most fun to watch. When he got in front and led there was no part of me that said I didn't want to see him win a race.
1: Oh Yeah. I- and I mean, when Junior took the lead, if you were in the crowd, I mean, you could hear it mm-hmm. from TV, but when you were in the crowd when Junior took the lead, man, like, just so electrifying. The energy would just shoot through yeah. the roof.
0: I also think he has, like, one of the most iconic, like, pictures, videos, moments of all time is when they went back oh, yeah. to Daytona after, you know, yep. the experience. He won the race, and and Michael watcher came beside him and they just both cause you know Michael never got ne- Michael didn't get that celebration, so they both were just up on their co- up upon, you know, Dell Junior's car, and they just both celebrated. Just that's this is an iconic moment of his career.
3: Yeah, Junior, Junior was just a yeah. hell of a driver. And let me tell you what, uh, I think it's so cool that in his contract when he went to Hendrick, it was in it that it said that he had a, a say in his paint schemes. He gets yeah. to design his own paint schemes. Yeah, that's I didn't crazy. know that until a few years yeah. ago. Yeah, I think that's so badass that he was able to do that.
1: I mean, it shows like the marketing mindset that Junior oh, has yeah. too, though. Yeah,
3: hundred percent. I mean, he, he's 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 a hell of a driver. He's a hell of a driver. I mean, he's a hell of a he's a hell of a
0: character. Um, oh my god. He just he just he just got unlucky. He at did. Times. He did.
3: And I think I think that um, I think that the the wreck. Uh, where he barreled into the wall and he got that back concussion, I think that's what, I think yeah. that's what did him in.
1: Well, and then the plane crash. Oh yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> uh, once in, again, yeah. In Elizabethan, here. our mountains has got something. I mean, NASCAR drivers, man.
1: Yeah, NASCAR drivers just need to drive in. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> First. <laughs> so I'm gonna throw my number four then. Dale Earnhardt Jr. <laughs> hey, yeah. Hey. Yep. I mean, it, I, we don't need to cover anymore. We just had our, our little fangirl moment. I mean, Junior, you know, there's no denying or debating, you know. He definitely did have a lot to prove coming into the sport. I think if Junior would have won 90 races and three championships, he would still be in his dad's shadow. Oh, 100%. But I think Junior came into the sport, uh, and Junior carried on the Earnhardt legacy, Before he should have had to, yeah. But I think he did a really great job with it once you know that torch was passed down to him. Was he the you know the the driver everyone expected going in? No, but I I don't think anybody could ever fully drive a race car the same way after losing your parent on the same race track.
0: I think regard I just think regardless of how many championships Dale have had won or even races in general. He still would have just been in the shadow because of just what happened. Oh yeah, hundred percent. That's just sad to say. It is. It is.
3: Cooper, what you got, man? You are. Oh, you. You're the So we both had this. Yeah, we both had this. We all had. Two of us had the same one
0: for four. The other two had the same one for four. Yeah. All right, Parv. All right. <coughs> Number three. I think you've been waiting for this one. Kyle Busch. What a bad fucking take! I'm what a
1: bad fucking take! I honestly, I'm right there with. Like, I don't know how you're gonna put anybody else above Kyle at this point. I'm real. Well,
2: Petty's one you know of them. He team. already said was Petty he? was one. He's one or two. We don't know which one.
3: Was your dad a Richard Petty fan? That makes sense to why he yes. doesn't like Earnhardt. That yeah, makes sense. 100%.
0: Okay, so, so I think. I mean, I don't really need to say why Kyle Busch is my number three, but I'll go ahead oh and just God. spill it. Fanta, fantastic driver. He's won championships. He's won two hundred over two hundred races on three different s- stages in NASCAR. <laughs> he's just—I mean, he's going to go down as one of the greatest drivers of all time. I'm going to go
3: ahead and take one of his championships away.
0: He, you know, what, I'm going
3: to. I'm going he to. He won. He was he out won a championship. half the
0: fucking season and come back and won. <laughs> he won with a broken freaking Who gives a leg.
3: shit? He should have been racing with the broken leg. I don't care, man. I'll take, I'll take that championship away. I don't, fucking, I don't fucking think he even got that one.
2: A broken freaking neck. <laughs>
3: If Ricky if Ricky Rudd could tape he, his damn just, eyes open and race, if Davy Allison could sit there and race with broken ribs and shit like that, Kyle Bush should have got his fucking wanky ass leg in that car with a cast on and clutched the sum bitch.
1: Kyle Busch will never come but, on this show just because of me and you specifically. <Jacob. laughs> but Kyle, Bush, no man, we
3: we, we, I, we got, Listen, I respect I really Kyle lie. Bush. I want him to come on, but at the same time, fuck Kyle oh, Busch.
0: Listen, I respected him. Fuck <laughs> Kyle <laughs> Bush. I, I just don't understand why you don't respect the fact that he had to leave for a few weeks with that broken leg and came back and won the races to get into the to the race to win the championship. That is a, that There's is a no doubt story. in my
3: mind that Kyle Busch is one of the best drivers that has ever strapped on a helmet and gotten to a race car. That is not what I'm saying. I'm saying that NASCAR should have a damn rule: if you miss X amount of races in a season, you shouldn't be able to come back.
1: See, I was about to ask that. Do you have to be a full-time driver to race for the Cup? Yes.
3: Oh. And I mean, if we're going to go, if we're going to go to that, let's talk about when Ernie Irvin wrecked. And it took Earnhardt like five races to catch Ernie Irvin in the point standings, and Earnhardt won. Okay,
1: that's badass. Yes,
3: Ernie Irvin was the shit. He didn't make it on my list. I would honestly say that he's probably one of my honorable mentions, just because I didn't grow up watching Ernie Irvin. But Ernie Irvin was a hell of a guy, man. He was a great driver. But in that case, Ernie Irvin should have. Ernie Irvin should have won won the championship but Kyle Busch left for how many races and then come back and then won a race, and that's what got him into the points, which is it's, it's a pro and a con to this new point system. I mean, there's good and bad and everything, but, um, yeah. I just...
0: So, with that being said, let's just introduce your number three, Jacob. My number three is Davey Allison.
1: I'm surprised at that, honestly. Yeah,
3: Davey Allison, I mean, we already covered him. We don't have to go into it, but, yeah, Davey, I mean... Uh, now the real
0: question is I think I might know who your top the real, two are, I think you might Jacob. too The
3: real question is about Davy Allison is Which was the better paint scheme Was it the white, black, and gold numbered paint scheme Or was it when they switched over to the black and red
1: Oh, black and red In my opinion, Absolutely. black and red It
3: was such a good looking car when it turned to that
1: it Yeah it was I love looking. the
3: Texaco Havoline schemes
1: Oh yeah, for sure. I was sad when they oh, left. Oh, me too. Me
3: too. They come back for a couple of races with Ben Rhodes in the Truck Series, but I haven't seen them since. Yeah, oh, did yeah, they?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Me and Parver are gonna be clueless. <laughs> in anything that has to do with the Truck Series, yeah. I'm just gonna smile and yeah. nod. <laughs> All right. So my number three. Um, I my next three are probably mad predictable. Uh, you know this is personal list. I'm gonna throw Bubba at number three. Um, I don't think that I have emo... and listen. It, this is personal preference. I mean, out of everybody I've named, if we're talking accomplishments, Bubba's not even in there. But this is person. This is my personal list, buddy. So fuck <laughs> you, Jacob. Bubba, I have not emotionally invested as much into a NASCAR driver. Like typically, you know, with sports, I am fully emotionally invested. Like if my Eagles lose, which God knows we have this season, I'm pissy on Mondays. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to basketball, I'm pissy the next day if, if LeBron loses because I just follow LeBron. Um, but when it comes to NASCAR, the, the first time I was like aware of Bubba, um, he's actually the reason why I came back to the sport after taking a bit of a break. It was at the all-star race, I think. It, it was either the all-star race or at just a regular Charlotte race. Uh, he ran real good and he broke down crying in the interview because he was talking about how he'd been such a failure for so long and he was feeling like a failure and during the interview Ryan Blaney walks up and hugs him. Okay. And that's what pulled me back into the sport because at that point Bubba started being an adv- advocate for mental health. Yeah, he was open about his depression and his anxiety and to me being younger, you know, knowing what that's like, that was like real touching for me coming into the sport and ever since then I've been a Bubba Wallace fan. So I was a Bubba Wallace oh, yeah, fan. He has
0: not he has an iconic story behind him too, like he's he's, I I wouldn't, you know, inspirational could be a word for it because you know, because you know, like past recent events have happened, you know. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, like he's just, he is, one of the I think he probably, I don't he, I think he will actually he was the second place award for most googled like sports. Yeah. Like, like he was, a, he Ryan Newman was number one, but he was number two. Right. And I mean, that's most, big like, for mo- NASCAR having search- like the
1: top two most Googled athletes in 2020. Like that's a pretty big deal. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. But uh, I think Bubba has pushed the sport in the right direction. Um, I think that he has solidified NASCAR as a, a very reputable and modernized sport going into 2021. Um, He forced some risks and NASCAR made the right decisions with, uh, you know, some of their uh, fan choices as far as what's allowed in stadiums and on NASCAR grounds. Um, And, uh, you know, he came into the sport, immediately went with Richard Petty in the cup. He's a proven winner. Uh, He showed that in the truck series. He can win. Um, There's no debate there. I think that this season, I'm hoping he gets his first win, but I think you're going to see a much more competitive Bubba because he took that 43 car. No doubt. And he had it running consistently in the top 20. And he had like five top tens, I think, this season. And he had more top fives this season than he had finishes on the lead lap last season. So, I mean, the improvement was there. Uh, He's a hell of a dude, and he is my current favorite driver. i simp for Bubba Wallace, I'll say it. I understand. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I I, I really enjoyed your answer.
3: Thank you. I really really enjoyed your answer. Very good. I I get what you're saying. The first time I ever heard Bubba, he was listening to some metal band, and I can't remember the name of him. Uh, And he was just like, yeah, I forget who it was. And I was like, what the hell? Like, why are
2: you listening to that? But Blaney. (laughs) like, Wait. Wasn't it Fit for a King? It might have been Fit for a King. I think it might have been Fit for a King because that's when I started
3: to get into it. Yeah, because Bubba was like, yeah, I'm just listening to Fit for a King. And the interviewer was like, oh, what kind of music is that? Yeah. He
2: was
1: like, oh, yeah, it's hard. It's it's metal, yeah. And he's also a kick-ass photographer, he's a too. He's a is drummer.
3: Is he a drummer?
1: He, he plays the drums. See, I didn't know he that plays about drums. him. drums. Like, the dude is mad talented. I, I would love to have Bubba on to, to talk to him just oh, to man. hear his
3: stories, man.
1: I That would warm my little
3: heart. 100%. And I think, I think that... Maybe we'll we'll have to push for that one. If I think I think if we push hard enough to get him on here, maybe he would do it. Maybe we can get maybe I'd we can pry. get sponsored by Dr Pepper as
1: well. Uh, I, <laughs> listen, honestly, l- I do I don't want a Dr Pepper sponsorship. I do. Uh, I don't want Dr Pepper anywhere listen, near man.
3: As soon as as soon as he was said that Dr Pepper was sponsored, I was like, all right, Bubba's cool in my book now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're about. <Bubba> <laughs> I was like,
2: <laughs> fair right enough. Bubba, Bubba's a good driver.
0: All right, whatever. I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Cooper, who is your number
2: 3? Uh, Junior. Junior for 3.
1: I, I Yeah, I mean, I can't knock it at all. Parf, where did did you have Junior in your top 10? <laughs> I didn't Okay. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if you had named him or not.
0: No, but like he's a very I enjoy him, but he just not he was just not in my top 10. Top 20, yes. Probably top 15, definitely. So, Coop, why why Junior at 3?
2: Another one of those just iconic, we talked about it, just the whole story of like carrying on the legacy of his dad's name. Still racing. Just, I don't know, good inspiration.
3: I just can't. Respect to him. I
2: just can't believe.
3: Parv's list has <laughs> just pissed me off. <laughs> number
4: two. <laughs> yes, number, I'm, I am, I'm number curious, two.
3: I'm
0: curious to hear his, his top two. My number two is Richard Petty.
2: Who's? Who's one?
1: Don't You'll don't see. spoil it yet. I I am lost as hell right now.
0: It's got it to be someone modern. I bet
3: you it's Martin. Modern. I bet you it's Mark Martin. Because me.
0: <sighs> number two. All right. Number two is Richard Petty because obviously he's my dad's favorite driver. That's definitely a given reason. But also seven 17 consecutive... 17 wins in a single season. No driver... Well, that's crazy. ...has done that. That's crazy. Besides him. That's crazy. And... 7 championships... 200 wins... In... The, like... Big Cup Series... He's just one of the... And plus his drive... He's, you know, one of the most iconic numbers in... Basically, NASCAR history. The 43 car that car still going to this day as one of the most iconic cars
2: hey it was also featured was in cars the movie
0: <laughs> dynaco dynaco <See? laughs> <laughs> <laughs> he's just like you can't you can't i don't you can't knock him for the things he has done in this in this and it sucks NASCAR. it sucks because pearson can't.
3: had 16 wins in a season it just seems like richard petty overshadowed
1: pearson in every Fucking scenario, and it's it's aggravating. By the way, I don't think you can necessarily knock Petty, but I I I think that he is placed on a pedestal that he doesn't deserve. Card.
3: I mean, honestly, In,
1: like would we have a modern day NASCAR without Richard Petty? Probably not. His dad. Like the sport probably would have died.
0: Now, what I I think we have like also there's an iconic story that my dad tells me. I forgot. I don't remember which driver it was, but he he spun out. Richard Petty, in a race, took him out. And then, but then the next Roddy race, Roddy Burns, Richard <laughs> Petty was
3: <laughs> Days of Thunder. Remember, he took he took out David Pearson or uh, fucking Richard
0: Petty. And then Richard Petty was just coming up, coming up in his mirror, and he just saw Richard Petty, and he just knew that he was screwed. Richard Petty. Took him out, and Richard Petty just waved on as he. Well, it's the funny thing him. about
3: uh, Lee Petty was like another Ned Jarrett. He never raced a. He never raced a full season, but he had fifty wins. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I think Lee Petty kind of gets. I don't know what the hell happened down the family tree. What happened to Kyle? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it skipped a generation yeah, for did. sure. Because Adam would have been Adam, great. Adam would have been a good driver. Yeah. I. How okay? I don't mean it's in a bad way, part, but how old is your dad? He
1: is 56. Okay, all right. So he was. A kid. And that's still that's still young yeah, he, though. I mean, to be like all in on Richard. Yeah, he Petty. was a
3: kid. He so he was a kid when Richard Petty was racing. Probably what year was he born? Does that make him? I mean, was he? Yeah, 64. so he was right at the height of Petty. Petty. Petty oh, yeah. actually drag-raced a little bit, too, but he uh, killed somebody in an accident, and uh, it really messed him up.
1: Mm-hmm. What? I did not yeah. know that.
3: He was drag-racing for Dodge. Uh, fun fact, also, here's a fun fact. When the, when the Dodges were running back in the day, the Dodge's aerodynamics wasn't, wasn't all that, so Ford came out with the Torino-Talladega. And started whipping Dodge's ass. So for Richard Petty, for one season, switched over to Torino, and raced a Ford Torino. And Dodge was like, "We just lost our prize dri- drivers." And that's when the next year we <laughs> seen the Superbirds come out and the Dodge Daytonas.
1: Huh. Well, that's that's a little fun fact. I bet a, not a lot of people know that one.
3: It's actually pretty common. I knew that from like a
1: from a big from a big. Oh, okay. I guess I'm just fucking. Stupid no. <laughs> 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 hey Coop, did you know that? No uh, Parv, did you know
2: that? No Well, I mean you are a Philly fan so
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> What do you expect? All right, Three all out of four, I, I, I don't it. think it's common That's a really neat fun God fact damn. <laughs> That's, a,
4: like
1: that's a, a compliment that you know this deep stuff Why you brush it off like that? Dude,
3: I don't know, I just I don't want to be the, the knowledge guy
0: I want to be the funny guy So, Jacob, who is your predictable number two? Who do you think it is? (laughs) I think I know who the top two are. Who do you think it is, Barb? Take a guess. Can we all take a guess?
1: Mark Martin is my number two. Mark Martin and and Senior.
3: Mark Martin's my number two. We'll get to my number one here in a minute.
2: Ryan Blaney is his number one. Nope. Mark Mark
3: Martin's my number two. Mark Martin, I think. Okay, listen. So I grew up with Mark. My dad was a Del Jarrett fan, so automatically playing NASCAR new 2000 was my dad would always race the 88 car. So I had to pick a driver that was a Ford because if I picked a Chevrolet, then I would get my ass whipped. But fun fact, I played Earnhardt a lot until dad said, quit playing him. Damn it. He's Like stop stop racing his Earnhardt. You don't do that. i was like, all right. So I had to pick the best best next thing. So I picked Mark Martin's car. So I instantly became a Mark Martin fan. And I, I, I honestly wouldn't wouldn't have ever picked different. Mark Martin's career, man. I grew up right at the prime time of Mark Martin because as he got older, his career got better. I mean, this dude was hilarious. I mean, fucking come into pits in the Bush Series at uh, (laughs) at Bristol, a lap early, and gave the race to Jeff Green, and that actually that race propelled Jeff Green into the lead of the championship. That was the only race that Jeff Green won that year, and he was just like, "Oh man, my bad. (laughs) Whoops, I gave the win up. I didn't mean to." Um, He raced the Viagra car, which is (laughs) whoo one of the most badass paint schemes of all time. Legendary. Legendary. Yeah. Uh, I mean you think about the Daytona 500 where he almost won in the 1 army car I started I have like three or four things of the 1 army car like diecast or when he started racing that he Kevin harvey beat him by just a little bit and then you go in you, you go up into it you know and then he raced um he raced for uh Rick Hendrick got five wins in a year and he was one of the oldest drivers out on the field man well, I mean
1: that was a hell hell of a season, of a season
3: for him too. And guess who was his crew chief? Alan Gustafson.
1: It was Gustafson, Gustafson.
3: Yeah. yeah. Which uh, just got a championship with Chase Elliott. Martin Martin was the shit, man. I I, I just I just can't. He went to Michael Waltrip Racing uh, and raced a little bit there. And I enjoyed watching him race. And then he come back a few more times to to help out with, I think, Tony Stewart, wasn't it? It was Tony Stewart or somebody. I mean, he was just always around, man. And when he retired, it was real sad. So, Mark, for me, and like, like we talked about earlier, listens to gangster rap. It's old man yeah. just just living the life.
1: You know, he lives in an RV now. Yeah. Like, he travels a lot, yeah. But um, going back to that, that season where he came in second to Jimmy, I blame Gustafson for him losing it. I, I yeah. honestly, I'm going to have an unpopular opinion. I mean, I feel like Jacob might agree with me. I don't think Allen's a great crew chief anyway. I definitely think, I mean, it, it, let's be technical, he almost screwed Chase out of yep. it too. He, he really and uh, Chase carried him to the championship. I mean 100%. I just I don't think Gustafson's
0: a great crew chief personally. Gustafson's all right. Um I don't think he's the best. So who is your number 2, Cody? My number 2?
1: Old cousin Carl. Woo! Uh Carl Edwards was my driver when I came back to the sport in 2008. Um, I loved that, that 60 Save-A-Lot car in the Nationwide series, and I loved that 99 I Affleck. fucking worked
3: at Save-A-Lot um, is what's funny. I come... <laughs> when that, the pandemic hit, I had to go work at Save-A-Lot. and I just... The really? whole time I was in there, I'd just be like... I would just be whispering to myself,
1: Cousin Carl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, so in, in that period uh, of NASCAR, I think him and him kyle and jimmy like had the sport on their backs and you know we talked about it last week i think jimmy was never like the face of nascar you know even during his his five straight when you thought nascar you never thought jimmy johnson and i mean definitely in my opinion i think kyle and carl from 2008 to 2014 it was those two guys as far as like the face of the sport um I definitely think that Carl uh, prematurely retired. Of course, he did what he thought was best mm-hmm. for him. He's, he, I think that crash at Miami hurt him real bad Oh yeah. when Joey took yeah. him out. Um, and I think he realized that, and he even said it in his, uh, his retirement conference, that he wanted to walk away from the sport. Yeah. And he put an emphasis on walk away. Um, I, real big into fitness. I don't know if anybody knows this, but he was actually in Obama's administration for um, health and fitness. Really? Carl Edwards was? Yep. Yep. No, Yeah, nobody nobody ever talks about that. But yeah, he was on the board for health and fitness that's during the Obama administration. Learn yeah, something
3: new every day. Crazy. I did not know that.
1: Yeah. Um, but I mean, kick-ass dude, probably one of the nicest faces NASCAR's ever seen. And I don't mean that attractively. I mean just like genuinely a good guy. Um, one of my favorite moments of Carl Edwards is when he reared back to knock the hell out of Matt Kinza. <laughs> yeah, but... I wish he would have followed through with that damn Greg punch. Biffle
3: and Matt um, Kenseth did not like Carl because he came in, took Roush, nah. took Roush from out from
1: under him. Yeah, but for some reason, Roush kept putting the car under the 17 instead of the 99. Carl Edwards came in second. What twice? Yeah. Yeah, and I mean the Tony Stewart one. Uh huh. You know, had Carl led one more lap, or you know, earlier in the season, he would have won. But it is what it is there. I think Carl Edwards is also one of the greatest to never do it as well. I think he's in that argument
0: with Denny and Mark Martin. He is. He's a great driver. All right. All right, Cooper, who is your number two?
3: Chad Little.
2: Dale Sr.
0: Dale
3: Sr.
2: Dale Sr. Yes. Iconic. Just a... He got his, uh, his all-ride at
3: NASCAR Speed Park.
2: Yes, he does.
3: That's how I know he's
2: good.
1: The
3: Intimidator. The intimidator.
2: He's still not the real number three, but it's all let right. <laughs> it slide. It's Austin he, doing... He, just,
1: he held that number for Austin.
2: Yeah, he was just like, Austin, you're coming. I know you are, baby. <laughs> hey, can we go backwards? <laughs> yeah. I want Jacob and Parv to go last. That's,
1: that's fine. fine. I think that's fair. It's built up this whole time. But
2: I think Parv should go very last. So oh, just go. percent. Yeah, go Cody and then me and then we'll go Jacob Parv.
1: So the, my number one of all time, uh, it's a given. Senior. Okay. Yeah, there, there is no uh, no one else will ever match Delarnehart's skill set on the track. Uh, Delarnehart was so good that he beat you mentally. Like you were wrecking out before he even got to you. Literally, it's like when we play NASCAR with Parv and he sees us coming. Like we're, <laughs> you know, like they're already all over the track. Parv. Parv- but what Dale Earnhardt did for the sport, um, like him and him and Gordon, you know, they brought NASCAR back to life in the '90s. Their rivalry, and if you've never seen the the Gordon Earnhardt documentary, it's a fantastic watch, and. A lot of their beef on track was staged for publicity and for money they didn't actually hate each other they would discuss like in the garage you know hey we need to go out there and give these people a show they brought a lot of money to the sport and I mean like I said with Dale he carried the sport you know through the late 80s early 90s and then him and Gordon just propelled it their rivalry was unmatched um, I mean, seven championships what more can you say seven championships in a competitive era of NASCAR yeah. too you know to add and
3: that. and I would say that mm-hmm. I, I I enjoy your pick because he was competitive all the way through his career
1: oh yeah yeah I mean his last Definitely. win came in October of the year before so it's not like you know he was out there for two or three seasons without a win I mean a lot of people thought that Dell was going to be competitive in 2001 for the championship. Hundred percent. I think had Dell, you know, gotten to finish out his life naturally, uh, he'd be massively successful as a team owner. He would be one of the biggest personalities in the sport because he had a kick-ass personality too. I think that's overlooked a lot. Kick-ass personality, and you know, people. You either love Dell or you hate him. But he was probably one of the nicest guys in the garages too. I mean, he did not have you know a mean bone in his body until he put that helmet on and strapped in. And I think Dell probably would have captured a couple more championships before retiring. That's a good pick. Drop
0: Smite. <laughs> That's a good pick. All right, Cooper. Who is your number one?
2: Can I take an intermission, super quick?
0: <laughs> is it Chad Little?
3: <laughs> is it Chad? Little I have to pee.
2: No, no I you have got to
1: you got to buckle in, buddy. We're right at Fuck. the end.
2: Fuck. <sighs> Alright, number one, Bubble Wallace. Without a doubt. I love it. Number one. Has to be. So you put... Didn't know about the man all the way until he came to the UT practice, strapped on a helmet, and then after that came to Bristol and raced with that helmet. That same Smoky Mountain design, that's when I got into him. All the shit he's been through now, without a doubt, is number one.
3: I understand. Bubba Bubba is bringing on like not, a new a new fan base though. He really is. Without a doubt, yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean he's I not know. like In the spectrum of the greatest, he's not, you know. He he still has potential. He could be. He could be really great, but he's not, you know, the number one all-time driver. Just for me personally, it's Bubba.
3: I want to say right now, I'm going to give Very it fair. 5 years before Michael Jordan switches manufacturers. Nah, he'll still nah, No way. Joe Gibbs will fuck him over somehow. It'll piss MJ off.
1: What? Well, Jordan won't <laughs> take any shit. I yeah. think that's what a lot of people aren't, aren't really. He's not going to be like a, a Brad Doherty and be like Mr. Nice Guy. Jordan's the most competitive guy on this planet. I mean, he's going to do whatever he can yeah, to win. And, but I don't know if anybody noticed uh, there was a report put out as far as millennial and Gen Z, which brands resonate the most with us. And NASCAR was ranked number seven for Gen Z. Holy shit. Yeah, that's like right there with Zoom, Twitch. um, I forget the other brands right around it, but NASCAR was a top ten brand for people under the age of twenty
0: five. Yeah, I saw that. That's actually pretty pretty cool. Hmm.
1: Number one,
3: Carl Edwards. What? Carl Edwards is number one.
1: I was not expecting that.
3: Carl, Carl Edwards. Listen, me I'm a Blaney either. guy through and through. I love Blaney. I think he's a great driver, but let me tell you something right now. Carl Edwards is one of the greatest to ever come into this sport and strap on a fucking helmet. I don't care what anybody says. In my opinion, he should have had two or three championships. He's the only driver to ever make me switch to manufacturers. I was a Ford guy all the way up till he went to Joe Gibbs Racing. He was able to actually make me pull for somebody that went to JGR. That right there is enough to get me into like invested in someone. Great paint schemes. My hell favorite, my favorite paint scheme he ever had was the Geek Squad car because it was badass. You just didn't expect him to go riding around in that. His Kellogg's car was cool as hell. I mean, you you, you think about his all the way from his first win to his last win. He beat Jimmy in at Atlanta. Come around the high side, it looked like he wasn't even going to win. D- oh, Daryl Waltrip yeah. and Larry McReynolds call like just went ahead and counted him out to Jimmy Johnson, and he raced his way back up there. B- Greg Biffle actually passed Carl Edwards at that race, and Carl Edwards passed Greg Biffle. Back and then went back and got Jimmy. He just had to get a. He just had to find his different line. Carl, I mean his backflip, his signature backflip. Fun fact: Carl Edwards' backflip, man, he did it off of trucks because he raced the trucks. Right, he raced a blank truck in in the truck series. It was just ninety nine. That was it. He didn't. He didn't even practice. He he won a, 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 a well. It was I think it might have been then a Bush series race. He won a Bush series race, and he said when he got done, everybody was screaming backflip, and he had never done a backflip out of the car, so he was scared to death that his feet were going to catch when he went up. Oh <laughs> so, man! Yeah, he said he cleared it, but I mean, Carl, man, I mean, you think about it. I remember the oh, God when I was a kid, dude. When the Tony Stewart and Carl Edwards thing, which is what created. This point system. I mean, if you think about it, NASCAR seen the excitement of what it was like to have somebody that close. Oh yeah. And Carl, I, I mean, what happened happened. I mean, he didn't win. Tony come out with a better car, but without a doubt, if we were going off off of the old system, Carl, Carl's season was phenomenal,
1: and Carl's you, what between the two of them, they both had ten wins yes piece,
3: didn't they? And and let me tell you, Carl, Carl was just he didn't care who you were. If you were his teammate, he was going to race you. We seen him bump Carl Bush out of the way. Oh yeah, when he was in, when he was at JGR. Carl Edwards was the shit. I mean, if you think about people that that did the, like that like we grew up with, Carl Edwards is the guy that we literally grew up with. He come in as a young man. Yep. If Tony, I mean, he was funny. He had personality to him. He was he was a driver that I really I, you know I really missed when he retired. Man, it broke my heart. I didn't have. I, oh yeah, that's I stepped away dude, from the
1: sport. Like I was same, gone. and
3: I st- I still don't have a driver. I love Blaney, and don't get me wrong, Blaney's my boy. But like I haven't had that driver that I've just like connected with. You know what I mean? I didn't know you were
1: such a big Carl fan. Oh, I'm huge. We could have bonded. I'm pretty
3: I mean, pretty sure
2: Jacob long time used to though. wear. I'm pretty sure back in middle school, Jacob wore a Carl shirt almost every other day. I
3: had so many Carl shirts, dude. I was a huge. Yeah, I, have I remember you like always hat,
1: setting in my closet right now, dude. I was a huge
3: Carl Edwards man. I loved Carl Edwards. I've got. I don't
2: Edwards. know why I didn't guess that for your number one. I should have. I should have known that. Yeah,
3: dude, Carl Edwards is my is my guy, man. He was he was just the dude. He was the dude. And let me tell you what. Nobody screwed with Carl either. No one screwed with no. Carl.
1: Well, no, I mean you saw he almost killed Brad Keselowski at yeah. Atlanta. Yeah,
3: he had a per- He had a temper to him, dude. Kyle Bush at Bristol. I was. I was. I was at that race, man, when Kyle Bush decided to come up and door slam him because Kyle was being a little bitch because yeah. he got moved out of the way. And Carl fucking just turned his ass right, right down through the whole field. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Carl doesn't take no shit, man. I mean, and that—I that, mean—we we don't have that anymore in NASCAR. There's nobody like that. Everybody's too friendly with each other. And I'll say that—I'll say that till, till I die. I know that Ryan Blaney and Chase Elliott and Bubba Wallace and all these guys are friends, but when they strap on that helmet, we need somebody that like Ross Chastain is getting ready to come up into the sport. I hate to say it, but Ross Chastain might be my favorite driver because I know that he doesn't give a shit. He wants to go out there and win a race, and that could. I think Briscoe needs to be one. Briscoe Brisco's Briscoe's a real Briscoe, nice guy. but Briscoe's going to be Briscoe thirsty. Briscoe was somebody who I have really connected with in this in this past little bit. Briscoe's the guy, man. And we we got to we, we got to have somebody like that. If we don't have somebody like that, then we're going to lose we're going to lose fans.
4: Oh, the fans yeah. are going to go.
3: So we need somebody like Carl Edwards to come into the sport that's wild, that's crazy. Somebody like Tim Richmond. Somebody that's like Dale Earnhardt. Somebody that's like Kyle Busch. We need somebody because Kyle Busch, I hate to say it, but Kyle Busch is the only big personality we got left.
1: Car- I think Joey's starting to Joey's grow Joey's starting to grow Joey one. is definitely starting to
3: grow one. Joey's starting to grow one. Joey's going to be one of those drivers that's hated early on but loved later. Yeah. So Carl is my number one he'll always be my number one. David Pearson. I know you're all probably going to ask us, I didn't put him on my list because David
1: Pearson, I didn't get to grow up watching him. That's why most of mine were modernized cuz I mean, like we could watch tape and, you know, if you if you study the history of NASCAR, you know, but yeah, this is your personal favorite. It's genuinely hard to have a favorite from 1970s. It is. It is cuz we didn't grow up with them. And there's plenty of drivers that I know about back in the back of the day, you know.
3: I mean, you think about all these, you're like Tiny Lund and Ned Jarrett and shit like that when you think about all these drivers that come up Kelly Arbro you know these drivers that were fantastic Bobby Allison there's there's so many drivers that's out there that were great but I didn't grow up watching them so I don't know I can't I I can't sit here and attest that I watched him every Sunday I mean that's just like right like how he made you feel when he won that's like you all going out and say well hey this was the best football team in 1920 we don't know that just because they just because they won a bunch of bunch of games doesn't mean shit You know, We didn't get to watch them play. So Carl Edwards, without a doubt, my number one. I will say the Fastenal scheme was dog shit. (laughs) Oh, yeah, 100%. Fastenal just always had a bad scheme. I don't know what it was. but Carl's my boy.
0: All right, Parv. Uh Uh-oh. So with Uh with that being said, we are here at my number one. And my list I know has been very... Weird. That's a and that's I a real weird least.
3: way of saying shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's my list, Jacob. Fuck you. We got to say, man. My number one is Mark. I knew Martin. it. I called it. I fucking called it. Mark Martin is just obviously the greatest to never do it, in my opinion. But also, I just, I just love the man because he's like, he was. The first car I got as like the first like actual NASCAR little car as a kid, and I you know just I played the heck out of that play with the heck out of that thing. It just I was like watching him race as the very little chance I got as a kid, which is so iconic. I just loved also it. It's just like my favorite paint scheme, one of my favorite paint schemes of all time. Even though it's not the best paint scheme of all time. It's the Pfizer Six. I just love that design. It just like really it just stood out to me as a kid and I just think he just he's just like my favorite driver, you know. I know you probably thought Kyle Busch was gonna be there, but you know, I couldn't give it to him because I love the man. He's a fantastic driver, but he's just not my favorite. It it goes to Mark just because of the sentimental effects of like how legendary his career was. Honestly, I,
1: I really respect your final answer. I was getting nervous. When you named Denny, I knew Mark was gonna be ahead of him at some point. So I've been like trying to track down where you were gonna place Mark. I knew that Mark was gonna be ahead of Denny. I knew for sure.
0: Yeah, like I, I had a, yeah, I just love like the, not really like the underdog stories because they're not underdogs. They were fantastic drivers who, you know, had unfortunate events
3: underdogs? Have, what?
0: I said that they're not underdogs. I said that they are drivers who just had unfortunate events happen to them to where they just didn't win the championship.
3: I love I love you, Parv. I disagree with the, almost everything you said, but I will agree with you first one. Mark Martin, Martin is a great driver. He's a fantastic driver. And a great personality. And a clean racer. I think it's something that we don't we don't really throw in. There. I think that's what
1: I think so that's that what means, screwed him over. It is throughout his career was he was. Dad knocks. said
3: that's why he never could pull for him was because he would just pull over and let people go, <laughs> be like, yeah fuck it, you're faster.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so with that being said, that comes to the end of this podcast. Let us know what you think of our list by going to our Twitter account at Left Turn Cold. Just pop a comment saying, oh, at Left Turn Cold, Jacob's list was the best at at left her cult parv what the fuck were you thinking whatever you want to do or at left turn cult cooper Haley deegan what the heck just whatever you want to do <laughs> don't get him started <laughs> you know, just, again just so but once again thank you for listening i have been matthew parvin <laughs> go, go on
3: i'm jacob lewis
1: I am Cody Powers, and to throw something in there, um, a, a quick little intermission for our podcast, there will not be an episode next week as we will all be celebrating the Christmas holiday season. Uh, we will try to be back, hopefully before New Year's. Um, no promises no guarantees we are a bunch of college kids who are about to have our winter breaks fully in front of us so who knows what's going to happen but make sure you keep an eye out on our twitter account we are starting to stream at nascar heat five uh we had a stream earlier today which was pretty fun um there's a lot of banner that goes on we uh we just try to avoid parv throughout the race
0: <laughs> you will enjoy please tune into that because it is a blast and you guys will have a blast with us absolutely and finally, who else do we have?
2: Uh, Haley Degan's former, or her- er, former, wow, future <laughs>
0: husband. <laughs> you already got divorced.
2: Sorry, Haley. <laughs> Forgive me. Love me. Please. please. And
0: please tune in next time for another episode of Left Turn Cult. Thank you. Burn it down. Bow now, bow bow.
3: pumpa uh, uh,